Hello, it's Sarah here. I'm so glad you are listening to the Heart to Heart Outreach Podcast. One of my greatest passions is ministering to women, creating a space where they can learn from others and ultimately becoming the women God has made them to be. This message you are about to hear will surely do that for you. Why not share it with a friend as you grow together in Jesus? Today, we are, I'm going to be interviewing Rosamond, and she's one of the young people. Uh, uh, she's part of the worship in the church that uh, we both attend. So I actually was raised uh, in a very loving family. Yeah. Uh, you know, mum, dad, uh, two younger siblings. I'm the eldest out of three. Unfortunately, at the age of seven, um, yeah. I had encountered uh, molestation yeah. um, by my by the son of my fam uh, my parents' family friend. Mm. It was quite, I wouldn't say traumatic, it was very close to rape. Um, it didn't lead to rape, okay. but it, more, it might as well have been <laughs> from mm. what I can mm. remember. If I could kind of go back in time, mm. um, I really wish that I had opened up and said something yeah. much earlier because yeah. then I wouldn't have had to hold it throughout my whole yeah, like. adolescence and into my early adulthood. Yeah. Did you find that um, you struggled with uh, intimacy and also um, you found that you struggled with trust, especially to, towards men? Yeah, um, I definitely did struggle with intimacy. Mm -hmm. um, I was kind of going in and out of a few relationships mm -hmm. um, before I got married. Mm -hmm. And um, though we never went the full way yeah, yeah. Uh, sexually um you know i it was it was close and mm. for me now when i when i think about it it was almost like i was trying to finish off something that had already been started yeah that i wasn't aware of yeah uh -huh. um and when i got married um yeah it did it did affect me a little mm. bit mm -hmm. Um, but I just thank God for the husband that I have. Yeah. And I just thank God that my marriage was ordained to the point where in that area yeah. I could trust God with it. Mm, mm. So um it wasn't it wasn't too bad, but it before before marriage I just felt like mm. there was something that was trying to finish, mm. like trying to almost like finishing the work of the perpetrator mm. in, in a way. Yeah. Um yeah. in terms of like my trust in men, mm. um after many times of being broke, heartbroken, yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I think even from even growing up as well, you know, I just wanted that affirmation from mm. guys. Mm. And, you know, I just wanted that mm. assurance that I'm worth something. Yeah. Um, mm. That, you know, that mm. I, I am liked, mm. I am loved, mm. which is quite, you know, opposite because my upbringing was so great. I have a loving yeah, father, yeah, you yeah. know, who told mm. us who loves us all the time. Mm. But for some reason, and I do believe it links to the abuse, yeah, yeah. I just couldn't, mm. I just didn't accept that. So yeah. I was looking outside. Yeah, in, in guys for that validation mm. and so the many a times I would get into these relationships with mm. guys and mm. the more that they would hurt me is the more I would not trust them yeah and I remember to, to the point I was so over men that I ended up wearing a purity ring yeah for about six months to a year yeah like if you see my graduation photo I'm literally wearing a ring on my wedding now my wedding finger yeah. Yeah. Um, because I was like I'm just so off men I'm not doing it yeah but God knew that the reason was not because I genuinely wanted to keep myself pure yeah. it's that I just wanted to scare guys away because yeah. I just didn't trust them anymore yeah, yeah. so it definitely yeah. did it does affect, affect yeah. yeah it does affect yeah and then it can even lead to uh, uh, you not trusting and also you remaining in the victim mode and also 
uh, the only things with Rosamond is different because uh, you know she it, it didn't happen like let's say maybe in in the household so there are those uh, that this kind of things happen in the household and some the perpetrators could even be biological parents and then as children they grow up with with, with all those things and then and then they they when they grow up when they choose partners they tend to choose to gravitate towards abusers because that's all they know so the home situation that they grew up uh, in uh, it, it became normal for them and then when they now choose uh, uh, life partners they gravitate towards people who uh, resemble the life that they lived as as children and and sometimes we tend to wonder you know they have divorced five times and all their their ex-husbands were abuse abusers what's wrong with this woman and then you know we forget that uh, the, the way they their mind turned out to be after the the effects of the abuse as a child uh, they now tend to only see the abusers, only see uh, people of a, a certain uh, behavior. And that's why they end up, until they get help and their mind get rewired, then they can see the normal people and, and can, can, can separate the normal people from the abusers. They won't really know. They will go all their life choosing abusive uh, partners. Yeah, the last question. As a Christian, did you... Uh, find that you were struggling to see God for who he is, like how you perceived him. Did you struggle with forgiveness, forgiving yourself, the perpetrator and God himself? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I definitely saw God as an authority, like authority, yeah. like very dictative yeah, yeah. type mm -hmm. um, God. Um, mm -hmm. Just simply, again, not kind of a bad point towards yeah. my parents but just how um my parents and what my parents taught me about him first of all not mm. to, not to be like a dictator but obviously like a real high yeah you know god he's like you know god of judgment and yeah. things like that mm -hmm. um just for just for actual knowledge but mm. even after the abuse and um yeah i did um mm. i definitely thought of him as like if i sin or if i do something wrong then i'm automatically going to hell mm. um and then even during the whole uh healing process mm. um there were a lot of times i was very angry towards god because mm. it, there was that question of why would you allow this, allow to, happen this to, to happen to happen to me Especially i am in the church, in the church. Yeah. my <laughs> parents are christians yeah. they're born again yeah. my dad loves me Mom, like why yeah. why yeah. just why yeah so it definitely altered my perception of him mm. um, a lot but it was a mm. lot of going like back and forth perception so mm. there'll be moments where i'm just like god is the greatest yeah and then there'll be yeah, moments i'm just like god I completely so yeah. not, you're just not yeah. you know mm. so there was a lot of um like back and forth just deciding and mm. but I, I the thing is i just continue to press in to find out who god is for myself yeah um and mm. i can say that he is yes he is powerful yes yeah. he is mm. um you know he's the king and everything mm. um but he's also a loving father as mm. well and i've experienced experienced and encountered his love so many times mm. in deep in different deeper ways mm. um to testify of that today mm. um in terms of forgiveness i struggled mm. i really 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 did struggle to forgive mm. the perpetrator mm. i struggled to forgive myself mm. for putting myself in situations mm -hmm. um um whether it was because of the abuse or not mm -hmm. um it took me a long time to release 
the perpetrator. Yeah. And mm. I think for me, when I got my breakthrough that I had actually forgiven the forgiven him is when mm. I actually released blessings into his life. Yeah. I prayed for him and I actually just blessed his yeah. life. I said, yeah. wherever he is, whatever he's doing, yeah. I just pray that, you know, he has an amazing Bless, yeah. life, just, just blessing mm. and without feeling anything. Yes. And for me, that was like that breakthrough that I've yeah. actually forgiven him yes. and I've just released him and mm-hmm. I've just let him go. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good, uh, you know, especially when uh, things happen in, 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 in a church setting, uh, it can be difficult, it, it can affect somebody's uh, relationship with God because the people that are in authority are representing God. And as a child, you really see them as God in a way. And whatever they do, you think that that's how God is. And it can affect a child's uh, 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 perception of how God must be and how he is, especially because this good God did not come and rescue them from uh, this person who is representing him. So it can really uh, quite affect affect uh, people. And that's why it, uh, these kind of things, they need to be uh, looked after. They need to be attended to. There needs to be education around these things. And if anything happens, it needs to be uh, kind of like dealt with. People need to have that platform where they can uh, openly talk about these things. It's not taboo. Uh, you know, we live in this world where things are happening and it's not everybody that is in church as well that has been healed and delivered from stuff. And we know that the perpetrator also has issues because people who do these things, uh, you know, they themselves have gone through stuff in, in, in some point in their lives. So they don't just wake up and do these things to others. They have gone through stuff themselves. So they did not get help. And then they end up now, uh, they don't know how to do life. All they know is what happened to them. And they kind of like uh, compelled by those things that are still in them to do things to others. So, you know, and and most of the time people would would, uh, uh, become uh, church members or they become vicars or they become pastors or they become whoever, you know, prophets. And then they are holding those positions and... And, and they are not healed from whatever happened to them. And then people that are now under them are, are subjected to all those things. And people don't talk. Sometimes people just leave the church and hurt and uh, traumatized and damaged. And then, and then don't say anything because they are afraid uh, because of the position of the perpetrator and you know in the church and maybe in the in 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 the wider society they don't want to to be looked at as a bad person you know uh, some people will would even say you are lying you know that person is so reliable that person is so trustworthy they can't do such a thing and then that person sits with that damage sits with that uh, trauma and then the perpetrator on the other hand is continuing damaging more and more and more in that church setting so you know that's why the church has a responsibility to address these things and if it happens the 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 victim needs to be listened to so that you know the, the the perpetrator does not you know carry on damaging more and more people it you know the help is needed for the perpetrator as well as for the victim so you know the perpetrator once it's out there they will get the necessary help 
and then then the, the damage that they are causing people will stop you know this is what uh, you know i feel like god is saying because it, it, you know it happened in the past it's 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 still happening today there's a lot of damage that is happening behind closed doors in in church settings in religious settings as well as you know outside in in the world so you know yeah we we do need to 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 have these uh, things uh, dealt with and if you feel like maybe uh, something of the sort is happening even if it's not in church or it's just somewhere it could be in your house you know a member of the family an authority figure you know a caregiver or anything and you didn't know how to go about uh, uh, doing that you you know you 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 can um you know contact us and uh, you know we will know uh, where to to refer you we, we can't say we will deal with uh, everything that you are going through but we will know where you know you can get the, the proper help uh, that you you really need and um one thing that i wanted to say as well is that um you know forgiveness is a, a journey the same thing as healing is the journey forgiveness is part and is a greater part of healing but when it comes to situations where uh, 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 situations of abuse in particular you know god understands and god is a god of healing god is a god of life not death god is a god of uh, goodness uh, and he will not want a, a person to say i have forgiven therefore i stay in the situation that is not healing and that is not forgiveness you know you forgive but if the the situation is continuing then you have all the right to remove yourself from the situation and continue to forgive the person and forgiveness doesn't happen in one day it's not something that you are going to feel it's something that over time you will feel that when the name of that person is mentioned you don't get angry when the name of that person is is mentioned you don't get triggered as uh, rosamond has said so that shows that you are now healing and you can even pray for the person we all went through those things for me uh, the, the 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 childhood one i didn't quite you know dwell on it because i wasn't even a, 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 a much of a christian then but the adult one i i did um, you know uh, struggle a little and uh, maybe i don't know because of the position and everything of the person but then i i i had to do a one to one with god and to say god i am angry and god i am hating but i choose to forgive because that's what you want me to do and i'm doing it for you i am doing it because you want me to do and that's where i started and then i had to be honest with god i don't feel like forgiving but i am doing it because you want me to do it and then as i confess that every day i confess that every day and i would pray over the person and bless them as much as i can i felt that when their name is mentioned or when i look at at them or their pictures or whatever i wasn't getting uh, you know hard feelings any longer i wasn't feeling uh, hatred or i wasn't feeling any form of of hate over over time to a point where you know i i know i still have to keep my distance because you know they haven't changed obviously so i need to have those boundaries to keep myself safe 
you know, it's my responsibility to keep myself safe. And it's your responsibility if you're going through this to keep yourself safe and strengthen your boundaries. And by so doing, you are not rejecting the person. You are just protecting yourself. But then it will look like you are, you are rejecting them. Of course, it will look like you are rejecting them because you are not going to be involved in their life any longer. But that is just protecting yourself. It's got nothing to do with them. And you pray for them because you don't want them to continue what they did to you, to do it to others. That's the main thing. We pray for them that God somehow you can reach out into their deepest uh, core of their being and, uh, and make them recognize that something is wrong and make them seek help like we did. We recognized that something was wrong and we sought help. And today we are where we are. We are not hiding anything. We are not trying to, you know, be two personalities, you know, living in two personas, one for the general public and one for home. So we, we are one, you know, what you see at home is what you see at work is what you see outside there. So whereas the perpetrators, they have this personality that is reserved for the victim and they have this personality that is, 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 is a false one that is reserved for the general public, which is not good. You can't live like that any longer, you know. So if you need any help or you maybe you identified with anything that Rosamond has said or anything that I may have touched on, uh, pertaining to myself as well you can um you know um, go to my website um sarah Muloy, and uh, you can go to my facebook it's also sarah Muloy, you know and uh, you can leave a message there and then if it's something that is particularly in line with what uh, rosamond was saying then uh, we can uh, pass on to her and then in the end i'll ask her to give us uh, her contact details how you guys can contact her if you really feel maybe you are her age you know and then you can't really come to me per se because i'm much older then you can go to her and then you know and you can really say you know what you said actually is happening to me or happened to me please help me and she she's in a position to to help you because the reason she came out is that she can help others as well so i will now pass on to rosamond so she can tell us how she can be contacted if uh, there's a need uh, for for her to be contacted or anybody needs help from her um yeah so um you can i'm mainly on instagram yeah so you can reach out to me right instagram i feel like that's the new (laughs) way of being contacted so my instagram handle is this is rosemond so all one word yeah Uh, rosemond r-o-s-e-m-o-n-d yeah Uh, you can just reach out to me uh there Yeah. yeah okay okay thank you and uh thank you for for watching and bearing with us taking this long you know this is a very sensitive uh, topic but uh, we feel like uh, you know we need to bring it to 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 the open and people need to find an open platform and a very safe platform also to talk about these sensitive issues you know and then so people can really get help and and know that they can get help and then uh, you know other ways that you can get help is to you 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 can uh, google any counselor or you can go to a and e and you get seen by mental health people and then they they know where to refer you to a a, a trauma specialist because this is not just a kind of counseling that is uh, for everybody every problem this is a specialized kind of counseling. You need a trauma specialized counselor 
who would uh, go into the deepest core of uh, where you were affected. Like Rosamond said, she thought she was healed after the church had intervened. But then, you know, when uh, she was triggered, she realized that actually she wasn't healed because uh, the healing wasn't done by a, a specialist. You know, the specialists know where, where to go and how deep to go. And they can tell if everything has been brought to the core and then they can deal with, with, with that. And then so, yeah, help is there. And just make sure that you don't sit in that in that mess and don't feel uh, bad if you don't feel like you have forgiven because forgiveness is a journey. So you are not going to feel in one day that you have forgiven. Uh, it, it is a journey and, and it, you can go two steps forward and one step back or uh, vice versa, but you are going somewhere and you talk to God and say, God, I do want to forgive. I'm struggling. God will, will, will help you. And, and the perpetrator doesn't need to know that you are forgiving. It's something that is between you and God. And then, and then they will just be released. You are releasing them so they can have, you know, uh, their life back. You know, you are not holding them to your grudges or anything else. And then, you know, if, if they need help, maybe in uh, remotely, you, you, can, you can help. But, you know, still keeping that boundary that you are not going to be exposing yourself again to the same abuse. One more last uh, question. What are you aspiring to do? Um, so music has been a very big part of my life since I was a young age. So I'm aspiring and actually continuing yeah. um, in that. Yeah. So I'm currently writing and mm. making music oh. um, and yeah. singing a whole lot in church, as you mentioned, yeah. some leading worship as well. Yeah. Um, but as and when I do kind of help and speak with okay. young, young girls, oh, yeah. like on a one-to-one basis yeah. if they've been in a similar position that I have been in yeah. or you know they just want some general men mentorship yeah. kind of thing yeah. so mm. um mainly music mm. um and a bit of mentoring helping young people on the side but yeah. we also see what else God has in store yeah. that's great <laughs> yeah we thank God for your life you. yeah and great things will come out of that mm. when you step out one step God takes you a further yeah. step so you never know where God is taking you yeah but it's a journey and great things are going to come and you will help a lot of people. Yeah, thank you. And we hope you um, got a whole lot of information here and then you can still contact us, as I said. And then, uh, yeah, that's, that's it really from us. Thank you and uh, thank you for your time. Bye.